Howdy and welcome to this week's episode of Beers with Engineers, a podcast by Engineering Dads, where if it looks stupid but it works, then it's not stupid. This episode, Sean gets a new idea off the ground with a drone-related pitch. It might be a blur now, but not for long, as James pitches his new idea, the memory tree. Like a hammer, Paddy gets blunt about insurance and what wild objects we can insure. To see more Engineering Dads content like this, head to our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok on our links above to see our other projects. Let's crack on. And welcome back to Beers with Engineers, presented by Engineering Dads. I'm joined, as always, by James, or Jimothy, or Jimitha, or whatever he wants to be called nowadays. <laughs> and we've got or Sean the Prawn, or Sean the Sheep, or Sean the Shed, I don't know. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and then there's me, Patty. Hello, Patty. Hello. Well, uh, um, Let's crack we, into it, boys. Crack a beers. All yeah. right. Excellent. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, no. Well, um, come on. Let's get cracked into it, boys. All right. Who's up first? I reckon. Je- uh, I reckon Sean will go mm-hmm. with you first. So okay. Cool. You have a pitch for us. Yes or I no? I do. I do. Well, it's a long-term pitch, but it's a pitch. So, um. A lot of people again. Let's let's go. Patty's approach to projects. Do you guys like drones? <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. yeah. It's it's that wasn't open ended enough. Okay, well, I like drones. I think drones look really really cool, and the fact that you can make them really really small and you can buy them really cheap these days. Like you're seeing drones go from a few thousand dollars um, to like little ones you can get for like a hundred bucks, fifty bucks. You can give it as Christmas gift to to kids. They instinctively pick it up and play with it. I think drones is something that we should, as a group, look into in the future. Now, um, drones themselves are really, really simple. It's pretty much an RC car, except you've got motors which have either higher torque or higher RPM and really, really high-density batteries. So, theoretically, I've already built an electric skateboard. Same, same kind of design. I just need to have that, except have four motors and different batteries. And so, I'm, I'm thinking of what I could build with a drone. And so here's my first idea for something. And this is not something I built straight away, but this is an idea that I really want to get to at some point. I want to build an attack drone. I want to, <laughs> I want like a little swarm, like a three or four little drones about the size of a laptop, for example. And they would have paintball guns strapped to them. And so <laughs> underneath, it's a little drone with paintball guns and they'll go around and they could follow you, they can track you around and they could uh, attack... Uh, people attacking you, I guess, um, were needed. And people say, would you need this? Obviously not, but it'd be fun to have. But here's the kicker. What I want to name it. I want to name it the Swoopy Boys. I want to, I want to name it the, uh, what's, no, what's the bird called? Um, magpies. I want to call it like the Swoopy Boy Magpies or something. And so you can imagine someone's <laughs> like annoying you in a car park where it's like, or, bro, your car looks like shit. It's like, Swoopy Boys, get him! And then four drones come out of the back of your car and go out and splay a guy with paint. And then that that's obviously the first one. And I'm, I'm thinking that's quite... It's not as useful, but uh, this would be a good uh, test of one, building drones, building the AI that would control the drones so they can, they can fly around and not run into shit or each other. But eventually, I want to build a drone that can hold me, you know? Like, you could be in the drone. And I think I could do it pretty cheap. Cheap being less than 50 grand. But I think I could do it cheap. Have your own little drone. Uh, like Subscribe to Patreon, please. Yeah, yeah, honestly. I, <laughs> I, we can't do it without money, fuck. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, have imagine having your own drone. Like some people have a car. Oh, that's nice. You get a car. You bought something. You build your own drone. You need to get something from the shops. Drone. You know, fly over. You know how much faster you'll be? Never have traffic. Mm, you can I'm get thinking. anywhere you want. You go surfing, strap a board to it, drop it into the water, and just jump straight back out and takes and it goes home. That would be sick, you <laughs> I know? I feel like you're pitching a commercial. Yeah. You want to get a pizza? Drone. You want to go for a surf? Drone. You want to go to the bar and you want to pick up a hooker and take her home? Drone. <laughs> okay, clearly we have different um, different <laughs> goals here. But... Um, I'm thinking of the Uber drone that was meant to be released next year. It's reminding me a lot now of what you're mm. talking about. But only yeah, have like an hour like of ride before time you had a, Yeah, like there was... A, I think it was Uber or one of the big uh, ride shares. They had this thing where already you could like hire helicopters. And they were only for the rich and famous, obviously. And you had to go to the airport and it picks you up. And that's really expensive. But the vertical drones that they were thinking in the city, they were supposed to be about... Re- well, not the same price as an Uber, but a lot cheaper. And it just shows you how accessible this technology is. It's really cheap. Mass produce it. Fuck, fuck buying that. Build yourself one. Because there was a guy in Germany, and this is like in 2013, 14. He turned a bathtub into a goddamn drone and took it to the shops and got bread. Probably got a lot of fines because you're not allowed to fly that kind of shit. But if you're on your own property, hell yeah. Fucking have your own drone. You know how sick that'd be? I would, I would have loved to see the court case. Like, yes, fine for it. Was like, show me the law. Show me the exact law that says I cannot fly in my bathtub. Yeah, why? <laughs> why? Just because the bathtub's not on the ground? <laughs> mm. I think that would be a good idea. I, I want to build drones, like aggressively build drones. I want to have like a fleet. And if you even watch the Olympics, the opening um, of part of the, the Olympics in Japan, they used a massive drone swarm. Like thousands of drones stacked together, automatically uh, managed by a computer system, instead of fireworks. That's amazing. I reckon we should go down that path. That would be so fun. Hundred percent. And the thing with drones is like it's used in so many places. Like it's used in the NRL games. It's used in the beach. Mm. It's used people who are going and doing their normal vlogging. It's used by news reporters. It's so widely used. I I love drones. Like my first ever interview I had with an engineering company was with a drone company. Um, I, I've always been a fan since I was a kid before an actual thing, just seeing him in like the sci-fi, my long-term, do you guys want to know what my long-term goal with drones is? And I don't care what it takes. I really want to fucking do it. <laughs> Go. I want to build a drone and I want to attach the engineering dad's logo to it. And I want to send it into space. Wait, like, wait. Say, that, say that last, that first bit again, the name of it. I didn't, I, I never like gave it a name, but I want to build a drone, attach the engineering dad's logo to it and send it into space. I don't care what it takes. I want to do that. I mean, I think we could do that now, but we wouldn't need a drone. The problem is in space, atmosphere is so light, the the motors don't work. You can do it, however, with uh, lighter-than-air balloons. And so you can see people... This one guy sent a ham toasty to space a few years back. He (laughs) he strapped a, a, a GoPro to a box with a ham toasty and just sent it to space. And like the drone landed like 100 kilometers east of where he set it off from, just because of where yeah. he went up and the planet moving. But yeah, straight up, there's Ham Toasty. You can see the like the horizon of the Earth. You can see parts of the Earth being covered in sunlight and some parts like still dark from nighttime. It was awesome. This dude, Sam Toasty, was more tra- well-traveled than we were. And easily we could do that with the logo. I reckon we can, because yeah. all you need is just a, a high-altitude balloon. They're probably a bit expensive, but... Oh, I, saw, I saw a guy do that. He put his GoPro 
um, to a hot air balloon, or sorry, not hot, but like a special uh, pressurized balloon, and like he calculated the escape mm. velocity and he just timed it so perfectly, and he live streamed it back. Um, I want to do something very similar, but I just want to do it with a drone. Like I want to build drones, like you're saying, but I want to like mm. say, here's our drone we've made, um, with a camera on it, engineering dad's logo. Here's like the video of us sending him to space. Like I just yeah. my long term, I just want to see that happen. I would make me so emotional and happy just seeing that happen. I I absolutely agree. There's, there is a little gray area right now because drones right now, drones aren't considered flying devices. They're just toys. But you can see some drones being really useful. So there's not really like a dedicated zone sometimes, and the 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 policy around it's pretty iffy. So if we do this, we got to do it soon. We got to do it in the next year or two. But I'm a hundred percent down to send a, our logo into space. You know how sick that'd be. <laughs> that'd be awesome. But with this drone, like I feel, I feel like I we're probably uh, been this bit of miscommunication because are you saying that you want to be attached to the drone and it travels you? <laughs> I think that's a bit of a far ask. No, I don't think you could be part of that drone. I yeah, wonder what, hap- what happened with this guy with the bathtub. Like, I thought I assumed he was in the bathtub. I was like, what's the fucking point of sending a bathtub to a shop? Oh. <laughs> that that is probably the most expensive bathtub you'll ever get to get into space. Um, no, so the the drones I'm thinking of of building, um, their effective radius is quite low. There's a thing called the grounding effect. Pretty much the as you approach Earth's surface, the the first 10 or so meters has a lot of uh, more pressure on it just because it's on the surface and it's pushing against the, the air pressure. So there's a plane in Russia, right? This is really incredible. This is a plane in Russia with like 18 engines. It was massive. It was the largest plane ever built. And it used this effect, this grounding effect, to just be about 10 meters off the ground because anything beyond that, the pressure is not high enough. It doesn't get enough lift. So this plane was like the size of a skyscraper but would only go across the water just above the ground using this grounding effect. Effectively, that's with the range I would use a drone for because at that pressure, it's a lot easier. Anything beyond that, you need a lot more um, like juice. And the further you go up, the more juice you need. And drones themselves, they probably can only have about 10, 20 minutes flight time just because the batteries are so heavy and you mm. need the whole thing to be quite light. So you have to have really, really light um, drones altogether. That being said, like if... EV technology goes forward, like um, battery technology. You probably could get a drone that could go 30, 40 minutes, but most of the 30, 40 minutes hours. now. Well, the drone, the, the drone we just yeah, got 40, 40 minutes long. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're, but that being said, it's still quite short. It's still, still mm. very light. Um, and drones themselves are incredibly light. You can feel how light they are. Imagine strapping a 90 kilo man to that. It's going to be really heavy. So I reckon probably 15, 20 minutes top is what I'd build this thing for. And it would only go about 30 meters above the ground and just enough to take you to the shops or the beach for a surf. I mean, it's one of those things. You're not reinventing the wheel. You're finding ways to add to it, which by now you're probably sick of me sounding like I broke a record. But you can just keep adding to stuff like that. Or how can I make this better? It's not one of those things you have to keep changing around. And that's what drone technology is really good. Everyone's (laughs) getting involved in it. What's your thoughts on getting a taxidermy like pig? And build turning that into a drone, and be like, "Hey, look, pigs can fly." <laughs> Wait, get a pig and turn it into a drone? Yeah, like a taxidermy pig. A pig is already dead, and then just building drone parts out of it or onto it, and then just flying it around. It'd be really annoying oh. if you flow past the cops. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Ethically, it could do. That. I could do that. No, I mean, if it's already dead and it's just like you see in a garage sale, maybe this is just an idea that yeah, this is kind of an off the the cuff idea, but yeah, the whole. 
and to when pigs fly. We can make that happen. Engineers, yeah, that's possible. You know, <laughs> we've done some ridiculous things. We don't plan to stop here. Oh, definitely not. Yeah, that's definitely my um. Obviously not. But yeah, that's Patty. Nice. What would what's your what's your end goal with drones? What's your dream with drones? You know, like Sean said, transportation. I said going to space. You've got to have something, mate. Mm. I feel like when it comes to drones, what I what I'm kind of picturing is like the drone babysitter. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> like a Google Home incorporated into a drone, but it's smarter than nah. a Google Home. Nah, like it'll be it'll be awesome because imagine it's like you know like. 15 years down the track, you know, you got a kid or whatever. It's like, oh, come on. You, you want to take the missus or your boyfriend or whatever to out for dinner. And then it's like, oh, but we got the kid. We need to, we can't find a babysitter. Set the drone up and like have it like them just keep tracking the baby <laughs> or, or whatever. And you just have it on your phone. It'll and like, just be like, oh, it's like, oh, yes. How was your day? Oh, baby's fine. How like they just keep eating your dinner. Okay, so it's like a surveillance drone. I thought you meant by, like, it would just strap a baby to the drone and just be like, take it away for the next hour. Give me some peace and quiet. <laughs> just fly that as well, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, also probably terrible for the baby. Let's uh, let's be uh, considerate uh, here. You know, but, yeah. that's what therapy's for. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's cheaper, a babysitter now or therapy in 13 years? I don't know. <laughs> Should be right. Have you not watched the movie Joker? <laughs> <laughs> De- therapy definitely didn't work for that guy. No, definitely um, didn't work. Anyways, <laughs> wow, I'll, I, I'm really enjoying this drone discussion. However, I think ja- I think James is itching to say his pitch. I mean, I'm just I'm just sitting here vibing, you know, going with the punches. But sure, sure. Now, I guess if we're channeling Patty here, do you guys like reminiscing on good memories and revelations? Ah, uh, yes, open-ended questions and like... All the absolutely. time. All the time, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so, this is something that I want to do down the track like Sean. Something that's kind of big. Not really, I wouldn't say complex, it has a lot of different components. There's a lot of little parts. So, now I'm only going to explain it at a high level in that case. But I basically want to build something called the tree. Like, that's that's the thing. Is just, It's going to be like in the shape of a tree. And the reason I thought about this is because Sean and I have always talked about having some sort of a place, whether that be like a house or a warehouse or a factory where we just do all our projects, but all the big scale projects where we have big server rooms, we're not having to borrow each other's equipment and pass it along. Um, So we can always just go there to do work and then leave it at that. Um, Another thing we want to really do is learn how to work metal and weld. So my idea for this came down to, well, we're doing a lot of projects and I really don't want to forget about them even though we have like YouTube and our socials we keep them on. I just want to have like, I guess, a hard wallet or like a, a, a hardware sort of setup where we can keep got looking back on. So basically what the tree is, it's like different like metals that's been worked and welded, um, spray painted, you name it, into like the shape of a tree. And um, this tree is powered and the leaves are like some sort of lights or Tesla coils or something fucking amazing that have like an NFC tag or something attached to it going back on back on your nfc idea yeah. sean without the injections <laughs> um plates <laughs> so my idea was when we finish a project um we write some sort of a code that like tracks the metrics of the project whether that be the amount of subscribers we got from that um project the amount of views we got on the video the likes um you kind of would average it out from all the different social media platforms basically something to measure the success and down the track how much money for example um and then what you would do is so you record that project into like that leaf on the tree 
And the better that project does, the more intense in color or like the more light um, the leaf gets. And eventually the more and more projects we do, the bigger and bigger the tree gets, right? So it gets to the point where the tree is going to be too big. So you have like a garden, like a, a, a mechatronic garden or something. So basically you're always looking back on your project and going like, oh, this one here like did so well and whatnot. And it just, it's, yeah. Something That's that would really be beautiful. Cool. That's a great way because it's it's definitely around the idea of data visualization. Like I can tell you, um, thirteen, fifteen, twenty-one, like numbers doesn't really make sense. But if you show how impactful that'd be, I'm I'm imagining like a cherry blossom tree, and just have it hooked up to when someone watches a video. So right now we only have like what six to ten videos or something really light, but eventually we'll have a hundred, a few hundred, and so you could see a hundred, a few hundred leaves on a tree and you could imagine they just light up every time someone clicks the video mm. and so you'd see this tree just like like a vivid festival like for those who don't know vivid is a, a big light show in sydney during the middle of uh, winter to try and get business going mm-hmm. um really 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 cool stuff a lot of floral nights a lot of like active displays that interact with you um but i could just imagine this tree just kind of like looking like a the wind's going through where the leaves are now glowing and moving yeah and i think that'd be brilliant I think that'd be awesome. It's yeah, and, and and you know, there's no real end goal for an audience. It's more of our thing. Like you know, we have mm. this big factory or house or something that's just dedicated to um, what we love and what we do. And this thing's just there, and we keep adding to it as we go. And it just represents everything we love and do. Um, and it's mm. something to always look back on and go like that project there represents, um, you know, your Tesla coil or something when you made a big Tesla coil, or you made um, your shot roulette gun. And the light, you just look back and goes, damn, that's like a light project. That did well. I remember doing that. And it's at the bottom of the tree. And over, like, it's not to criticize yourself, not to go, oh, well, this didn't get much likes or whatnot, so it's not as light. No, it's just, not. It's just to like go, oh, wow, it's such a beautiful aesthetic thing. And the fact that it's represented based on what we've done and what we love, it's just something so wholesome for us. I think we would need to go down the full like metal welding part yet as well because there's a lot of components there that you need an API key. And luckily, YouTube gives you an API key. And um, yeah, I forgot what API stands for, but it's pretty much the server at a restaurant. They take orders, they go to the kitchen, compute it, and bring it back what you've ordered. Effectively, that's the exact same thing. You've got to build your own API. And I've done a few APIs already, so this wouldn't be hard. I reckon what we could do now in the short term is build an API of our current videos and get that the the fundamental code working where you can have a virtual tree on your computer or Git or whatever, um, and it would just have its leaves and you can click on the leaf and it tells you what the project was, when it was released, and whatnot, and we can have it virtually grow and we can do that immediately. Like that that would take maybe a month to do. And we can do that straight away. And eventually, we actually build into a full working tree where it becomes a permanent part of our workspace. But yeah, I think this is a really good idea. I love it. Just the idea of seeing your work really just visually. But instead of just being a number in a video, it's this is a person watching your content. This is someone mm. being a part of your journey. And I, I love it. I really do like this. Yeah, you, you struck a very good point. Like you have to use APIs. Um, which, you know, you can start practicing now how to get that stuff right. And so API stands for Application Programming Interface, which is basically encrypting data into strings. So it's what cryptocurrency uses on the blockchain technology. They use a bunch of APIs and they form private and public keys. 
Um, but before I go into crypto rant, let me get back on track. <laughs> um, so using those, you can use APIs with basically Facebook. Oh, actually, Facebook's very, very strict with APIs. It's very hard to do. Twitter's a bit easier. Uh, YouTube's a bit easier. And you can basically get data live from there. Mm. And you can write a program that is um, solving algorithms live. And that's essentially what I want to do is get um, algorithms from YouTube, TikTok, um, Instagram, GitHub, like you're saying, you just, you name you, it's, it goes endless. Like you've even got Electromaker, the even small scale ones. And you just find this one metric and that's like the heart of everything we've done. Yeah. This is definitely a Python based program. I mean, the news bot that I built that randomly got news headlines, randomized them and then posted it straight to Twitter. That's API. That was, that was two different APIs interacting with each other through Python. I think this is pretty easy. Sorry, I don't say pretty easy. I say it's always easy, but then you actually get to it. It's always yeah. so much fucking harder. Something that you haven't considered. But like, on, a, on a high reckon, level, yeah. Yeah, on a high level, it would be hard, especially when you get like the physical side of a metal tree that you're now encrypting things on. You probably wouldn't need to do RFI or NFC, but you just have the leaf hooked up to uh, a pie and just like, oh, you've got a vi- video here send power um, to this specific leaf on that specific stem. Mm. So you need to do a good organization of your leaves. Um, but I, I think virtually, like in terms of having a virtual bit of software, this is really useful. And the best part is, how many people do you reckon would buy this? Like so many YouTubers would be like, yeah, this is kind of cool. Like we could sell this. This is, this is, a, this is money behind it. This has uh, actual use for content creators like us, mm. but uh, probably further up the tree, excuse the pun. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, it, it definitely, like you see people and they already do it already, like, oh, someone followed me on TikTok, so my lights change color. That's going to get fucking annoying after a while. But if you have a tree on your computer and it literally is like new follow, new like, new this, and it just grows as you're, as you grow, that's that's massive. <laughs> how, would it, how would it grow? And also, what, what's, what do you mean by a pie? Okay, so by grow... So my original... Let me take a few steps back. The reason I said metal working is because I actually have seen a lot of videos on people working metal and like just getting like... You know those steel pipes you have at Bunnings? Like just those basic steel pipes. They get mm. those and they like... They saw some holes into it. Um, and they, because they've sawed holes, if they, they've reduced the tensile strength, which um, means it's more malleable and they can bend it and they weld it back together so it regains its strength and they spray paint it and they make it look sick. So I want to make a bunch of branches because it looks amazing once you've sprayed it and everything and just build a massive tree. Now, the whole idea of having the NFC tag on each leaf was like, <laughs> I imagine like some sort of a movie. It's like every time you finish a project, you have it like on your phone, you're just like, project done. Ding, ding. It's now registered to that leaf. So it was a bit overkill, mm. but it was also pretty cool. So the tree in itself, Patty, is kind of already there and the leaves are already there pre-programmed. It's just waiting for a bit of code to get like jammed into it mm. um, before okay. it starts going. Okay. So it, it will get to the point where the tree is too big. Like I was saying, you'd have to go, fuck, do I build a second tree or do I, do I build a little metallic garden now? <laughs> like mm. have vines coming down the wall and whatnot. And like the, this project's that project. Um, oh, that project's that. So that that that's kind of the growth one. Um, what Pi basically is. So Pi is a coding language. Um, Google uses it. Um, were you asking API or were you talking about Python? Yeah. No, well, you, you said Pi, and I was like, why, why is he oh. talking about Pies right now? We're talking about a tree. <laughs> 
No, we're talking about APIs. So APIs, uh, like uh, James was talking about, was the application programming interface. It's just yeah. a way for you to, to access data and for it to then manage that information and turn it into something that's quite useful. So yeah, but why'd you call it Pi? It's called an API. It's called a, a Pi. No, API. You, said pi, you said Pi is as if it's like, oh, everyone knows it's, acro- it's, a, it's an acronym for the acronym. I think no, no, Pi just, is a separate, oh. separate acronym. So yeah. I think you said it'd have to use Pi. Pi is a coding, coding software. Okay. All right. So now I'm hungry. <laughs> the three, so now I want a Pi. The three most popular coding languages that Google uses is C, Pi, and Java. So if you ever hear those three terms thrown around, it's probably some computer right. nerd right. like myself. But yeah, no. you're, not, you're not a computer. Yeah. I, I think in terms of um, James's uh, idea and perspective, I think it's brilliant to have it as a physical tree uh, further down the track. But I reckon like straight away, we should start building uh, a virtual tree. And so it's got the stem and you've got a branch and that could, branch could be um, one of the types of technology, if it's energy related, if it's um, uh, Arduino or coding language, if it's physical, like we're building a tree, I guess. Um, and so each of these stems, and depending where, when you made content, that leaf would be further down the stem and the most recent content would be further up the stem and that stem would keep growing. So you have bunches of stems going across and splitting across as we learn new skills and whatnot. And then you add leaves to it virtually. Then once we have that working fully operational, we then transition all that system and then turn that into a physical tree that James was talking about, the metal one, where you have these pipes and whatnot, and you've already got the foundation that you just need a physical mm. embodiment of it. I think it'd be sick. I'd love to have like a little cherry blossom on my desktop and it's like, you've got a new light, you've got a new follow. And like the leaf goes across the, the screen or something like that. I don't know. It's, it's kinda, maybe it's a bit cheesy, but I, I, I kind of... I live for that shit. <laughs> it's a good opportunity as well to learn, um, I guess, graphics interface and how to actually make mm. a virtual looking tree and make it look pretty. Oh, I feel like sure. you have to learn a bit of Java for that. I can't imagine you can make it look too nice in Python or C. Um, I don't know either one too well. Like Python, I've definitely just know data management and like massaging things um, in terms of software. But hey, the world's our oyster. I'm sure we can learn either one to the extent that we could. And yeah, we will crack into it at some point. But yes, that's it's a beautiful idea, James. I really am on board for this. I love we it. can make I the tree it. drone somehow integrate. <laughs> integrate the it's just so, a flying tree. <laughs> not, like So when you finish a project, the drone comes and just drops the leaf on the tree and just goes by. You don't know where this drone's stored. It comes from <laughs> fucking nowhere. Like you've coded this thing so well that you've literally outsmarted you. It just hides. And the only time it comes back is it detects when you finished a project, drops a leaf on. You're like, no, don't go. I need to know like where you are. Well, what, what are you doing? The drone has a mind of its own. No one knows who controls it. It just it, appears oh from my, the bushes. Oh my it's god, like a, it's like a yeti. <laughs> no, it's like the feral cat drone. It's like the cat that comes around, is really friendly, but doesn't live at your house. And so every now and then it flies past, asks for a little bit of charge, then fucks off somewhere, <laughs> and just kills some native wildlife. Please don't have feral cats. <laughs> No, obviously not. Obviously not. I hate Anyways. Cool. But um, yeah, well, that's, that, 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 that was me, boys. Um, Patricio, the Paddy Meister, the Paddy Wana, the Paddy Tiger. What are you about? Paddy The Paddy Tiger? What? The Pads. The Pads. The Krabby Paddy. Um, I've got a weird... I don't have a pitch today, but I do have a conversation piece because I was thinking about this the other day. 
and it came to my attention that uh, with age, you need insurance. Correct. Yes. So, I mean, you don't uh, need it, but it's highly recommended. It's a, it's a recommended thing. And, you know, the, the, re- the usual insurance would be for cars, for health reasons, for... Uh, I'm just trying to think of, like, other, like, usual things. Like, like travel insurance, maybe, uh, medical, all that sort of stuff. And then I was thinking, can you just insure anything? Through cryptocurrency, and- yeah. Yeah, and I was thin, and I, but, but people, and then I was like, okay, so I googled like weirdest things people have insured, and it's a great list. So I just wanted to share some of my thoughts on this and ask you boys a question because when it comes to this type of insurance, like there's wedding insurance, like like the, it's almost like a party insurance sort of thing. So I was like, okay, yeah, cool, I get that. Like you never know, like if, if something goes wrong, especially if you're spending a bunch of thousand a thousand dollars or like. Or, over like like 20 grand or whatever but then you got a a cold feet insurance where a couple what couples would it's called a change of heart a change of heart insurance policy so it covers the cost of the wedding like with with guests and caterers or whatever if one of them like pulls out at the last minute and the thing is like well if you and i'm thinking well if you're already getting this change of heart insurance policy and i assume the couple is it's not a great start for the uh it's a a red flag yeah (laughs) yeah it's a red flag but then there's other and then uh my person there's like you know there's lottery insurance so it's like if you don't if uh if you don't win the lottery you can actually if you if you win the lottery you insure the ticket and then you can actually double your money or triple your money if you actually win the lottery or something like that. So you're it's doubling all... down on bets. Wow, this sounds like very safe and smart. <laughs> I know, it's, it's ridiculous. And, but there's Good a, marketing and then, tactic. But mm. then there's like the, also the most, the most famous one. So like the $27 million that, Jen, that Jennifer Lopez insured her ass for. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, and and then... But and other people like insure their taste buds. Like, like Michelin star like critics, they'll insure their taste buds for a lot of money. And then also my personal favorite, um, alien abduction insurance. So if you get abducted by an alien, this guy, this ha- this gentleman gets a handsome payout of one point five million dollars. My God. So I was thinking, of what could we as a, as a business insure us for? What could we insure like? Could we insure the shotgun, like the the shotgun roulette gun, whatever it is, the roulette gun? Well, I because, mean, what's because the we're technically though? the first time, like we've posted that and you claimed it as ours. The copyright laws already kick in, so mm. you wouldn't need extra insurance per se, um, unless someone was to pat- patent it, which like don't do. Yeah, that. if they if they a file a patent, we could probably like take it down. That that being said, like we are not fail filing a patent for that design simply because it's one of our first. And if we saw someone else build it, we don't want them to think that uh we're gonna strike him down, be like, yeah, fucking give us money. Nah, we're not about that. Um Nah. Nah. But if like a big corporation did, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get get your <laughs> raggedy ass <laughs> out of this space. Um but yeah like the the idea behind insurance is the idea that there is risk and uh if something goes wrong something uh the cost to replace it or the loss of income will be massive and so we would protect you from that 
and like most companies these days all have insurance and i think it was in mean girls where they said oh my god so and so insured her hair um like it was a rumor but it's not unlike uh people to insure parts of their body like you said the michelin star uh chef oh michelin star food tasters right if they don't have taste buds that job's gone they're earning so much money a year and that's gone like that for them it's massive and so like loss of income future the future lot like imagine how much if you were a 40 year old taster for food and you lost your taste buds at 41 and you can't taste till next 39 years how much money you would lose right you have to retrain change yeah and so Mm. that's what that insurance covers but it's always uh a a balance between the cost to insure and the the risk right and so, like, the risk of being alien abducted, one, if you get abducted by aliens, you could make so much money just telling people, explaining, writing a book. Why the fuck would you go to an insurance company as your first thing? Like that. No, but, but I was just confused. It's like, well, if you get abducted by an alien, like, what's the probability that they're going to take you back? Well, that, that, that's the other thing is, like, also, how yeah. do you prove it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, how do you prove it as well? You gotta. Yeah. Did they give you a receipt on the on the spaceship? No, sorry. Oh, they're terrible um, accountants. Um, yeah, like one. If you're abducted, chance you're coming back, pretty damn low. Well, two- okay. I, I I don't know if I agree off the bat with that. Depends what the aliens intent. They're just like, oh, we just want to like learn a bit about you, and you were the test subject, or just like we want to eat your heart out. It depends on the men's rears behind it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's such a weird and very, very niche example, but it is a good one, Fatty. Like, but now I disagree. If you get abducted, there's a chance that you would go back and tell the rest of humanity that aliens exist, which could cause a complete shift in society to start developing an advanced um, space race to try and meet these aliens, communicate, maybe kill them or like conquer them. Like, it would be such a risk for the aliens. The aliens probably would have their own insurance. To be like, oh, we actually fucked up that last abduction. Um, we're gonna need a payout. Like, oh, we didn't, we, we didn't probe that guy right. We yeah, need a payout. yeah. Like, if you took a human being and probed them, you would make damn sure they wouldn't remember. So you wouldn't be able to claim it or like ensure uh, against it. You couldn't make that claim because it's like mm-hmm. you would have no idea. You just wake up in a field, I guess. I mean, that's a, a movie trope, but. Uh, uh... <laughs> Pat, Patty, should, should, should we go back to Patty's question of what what would you insure? Yeah, so, I feel like uh, what, what what would you boys insure? I like would if you could like insure anything in your house, really. Like, okay, what, what do you think, James? I wouldn't insure anything in my house per se. What I would insure is my prefront. Sorry, let me start again. My prefrontal cortex. What? What's in my ah, brain? Okay. So your pre, your pre, your prefrontal cortex is the part of your brain that solves problems and is responsible for all the mathematical and schematic and logical thinking that goes on inside your brain. If I don't have that part of my brain functioning, I'm fucked. I've got nothing. Well, I mean, okay, I'm not gonna say I have nothing. That's a bit dramatic because there's always fallbacks. But like engineering and problem solving and stuff, that's my fucking life. Like I I literally live for that shit, and that's the career I've set myself up in. And if I were to lose that. I would, I would just feel very, very lost. So I would put it, I'd get insurance for that. Mm. Hmm, I much. mean, I, I was going to say brain as well, because realistically, that's my moneymaker. Um, I mean, there's, there's a famous line too, and I don't know who said it, but it was that everyone's a whore. You just sell different parts of your body. Generally speaking, people like us, we sell our brain. We sell our mental capacity to compute, to data manage. You see someone who's like stocking shelves at a, 
at a um, shopping market, right? They're currently selling their hands. They're doing work, physical work. We're all just selling different parts of our body. Right now, engineers, that's all up here. Like, it's all in your brain. So that's where my money's coming from. Some people get their money from their hands, um, mm. from doing sport. That's another great example of it. I was it. about but, to say, uh, sorry, sorry. I was about to say that engineers use more of their mouth and their brain because a lot of it comes from like talking, communicating, but communication oh, is a big shit, part of your eh? brain. Well, yeah, I mean, porridge, yeah. a, a no, lot of engineering yeah, well, work is saying, no, dude, we have to go about it this way. And it's having the courage to speak mm-hmm. up to another engineer and go, actually, this is how we should do it. But yeah, exactly. obviously your communication actually comes from your brain, not your mouth. So a great example of um, like the, the power of the brain, right? Stephen Hawking is one of the most prominent and inspirational um, uh, physicists in the world absolutely reformed our way of thinking of black holes and helped develop a lot of interesting new ideas was completely disabled. He had to speak through a computer by the end of it. Um, but that didn't slow him down. He used, he continued to focus with his, uh, uh, his brain and develop some amazing things. And so for us, I, I still think it's yeah, brain, but what else could we ensure James? What do you reckon? Like as an engineering dad's collective, or like personally? Yeah. What What could we as a group uh, insure against? What What is risk? Could we ins- could, okay. Well, could we insure our IP? We could probably patent and protect it, but not insure it. Hmm. Yeah, your IP is okay. unfortunately public. It's like a government regulation thing. It's five G. You're being watched. You better. You better <laughs> get back to the conspiracy theories. Um, this is more of a, a touch wood situation. But if anything were to like. I mean, obviously, eventually, and it will, with doing this stuff, if one of us were to, like, something would have happened to one of us and we couldn't continue with um, Engineering Dad, something tragic, um, mm. who does all the stuff you spent, like, who gets all the stuff that's been bought, like, all the equipment, all the gear and whatnot. So, that yeah. that's more of a bond insurance between us. Um, but from an external point of view, when you ask what would we insure, well, our projects. Like yeah. eventually it's going to get to the point where you're putting so much time and effort into it that if you saw someone else do this, you'd probably be really upset if they got all the traction. Do you, do you guys know the origin of life insurance? No, I do not. It's a, it's a really beautiful story about life insurance. So it was a, it was a great example used when they're talking about um, when do you follow religion? When do you follow maths or the the extension of math, science, and physics, and whatnot. There's a great story. So this was I need to double check the exact date I've got in front of me. Um, 1812. So 1812, um, a few uh, priests is a priest. Yeah, priests in this the Scottish parishes realized that um, once the the husbands died, once the the priest died, the widower had nothing. Right, their income was purely based on the husband who was the the priest at the time. So they proposed, is there a way to develop a fund that could serve out money to the the widowers to give them a bit of uh, funds for the rest of their life. Um, In exchange, the priest would give a little portion of their savings each year. And so they needed to figure out a way to to calculate that. So this is instead of going and praying and going turning to religion, they went to a local mathematician. Um, And so they went, look, how much would we need to give to a fund like this where it serves them out? And so they looked at probability, looked at the statistics, looked at the average age of a priest, how much money that person would, the, the widow would need. And so they started developing this program. And it was the first case of life insurance developed for the religious community. 
it is today still one of the largest life insurance companies in the world, expanding from the Scottish widow's financiation to the rest of Europe. It's 206 years old. I'm trying to figure out how much it's worth. It, it is massive. It was actually one of the sponsors of the 2012 Olympic and Paralympic Games, a life insurance policy that these two, two priests started in 1812 was a sponsor for the most recent Olympics. That's a show of how much money they're doing. A really touching kind of thing, but um, it's definitely trickled the way for life insurance. It's a really nice story, I found. Damn. It was in the book Sapiens, if you guys want to give that a read. Really, really good. Anyways. Got it, being read got it sitting on the old shelf, just uh, burning through a couple of books at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a slog, I'll give you that. But really good story. A really, really interesting example of how society has developed and will evolve. But going back to things that we could insure. I reckon I can insure my hair. It's not that worth much, but a dollar a year. Oh, especially not now. I can't even get a fucking haircut. Yeah, true. Actually, that's a good point. I'm just considering cutting all my hair off. <laughs> uh, and I was, I was trying to think today, what's a project pitch I could do related to haircutting? I'm like, I can't think of anything. I'm not going to let a robot cut my hair. Some guy did that, though. Someone built a haircutting machine at the start of COVID. The haircut beanie. <laughs> a beanie that gives you a haircut Exactly mm, I like oh this one. God well, Yeah you just inject a chemical into the beanie That makes you lose hair Jesus. That a controlled delivery Acid So you only lose hair. some of your hair No <laughs> Just put, you take your beanie off And you have like half your hair The beanie is soaked in bleach And then you oh. put it on your head Actually that wouldn't be half bad Dye your hair beanies Just put a beanie on and it dyes your hair Don't need to worry about it Just leave it on for 12 hours Oh cool I'm I'm strugg- I'm struggling here, man. I'm I'm really struggling to think of what else I would insure. I think like, Paddy could invest his uh it could insure his his humor, his dad jokes. I think that would be uh it's quite valuable to the team it and we it would won't, like that it won't be worth it won't be worth much. Yeah, ten, twenty cents a year insurance policy for five dollars payout. What's wrong with that? Just, oh. just don't even don't even invest don't even invest your dad your dad jokes, mate. Invest yourself your merit as a dad. No, well, I think that 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 uh that policy would be uh be miscommun. There's a lot of uh mishandling, miscommunication because the whole point of a dad joke is so you don't laugh. So what am I betting? This is the bet is like I want to keep telling jokes, <laughs> and if anyone laughs. Yeah. <laughs> you get paid out. That's oh, double win. <laughs> so either you stay non-funny, or you work yourself up, become funnier, and then get paid out for it. Ah, double win. Oh my mate. god! I just that just reminded me. Have you have you guys like? Did you guys ever watch the Simpsons? Was it Treehouse of Horror when did the Halloween special? There's a few of those. Yeah. Many times. Do you remember the Do you remember the episode where like Bart has multiple dreams, and in one of those dreams, it's when like he has like these superpowers that whenever someone like does anything opposing to it, to him at all, he can just f- flick his fingers and make anything happen to them. No, I don't believe I've watched that one. Sort of. So in, in one scene, um, like Bart goes up to home and he's like, oh, dad, can I have the remote for like the TV? And his dad just goes, oh, like, no, you can't have it. Something along those lines. It was a long time ago. Anyway, when he said no, he clicked his fingers. Next minute, home was flying into an NFL game. And instead of like the, the gridiron being kicked between the posts, it's just Homer going between the posts. And I feel like it was Bart just in, in completely ensuring his right to choice or making sure he gets what he wants all the time. Oh, my God. I don't God. know how to put that. I've seen like yoga instructors who don't stretch as much as that one did. That was a big stretch, James. 
No, because like, what I thought, it was like, you guys talking about Patty, like, telling tell jazz, if you don't laugh at Patty's dad jokes, fuck you, you have to pay, like, this amount, or Patty has to get this amount of money back. <laughs> and, and it just reminded me of that specific scene, it's just like, oh, this sounds like people just, like, getting fucking any sort of payout for not getting what they want. <laughs> In Bart's situation, he just tortures someone with a click of his fingers when he doesn't get what he wants. Yeah, pretty terrifying, but yeah completely possible i mean definitely not possible but <laughs> Damn. I, was like, I was about to be like how yeah. how can you do that definitely not possible what else we can show i mean we can just do the normal insurance stuff like insurance of work insurance of body and house and anything that we own that's pretty obvious i'm trying to think of anything that's obscure that we would insure i can't think of much patty have you got any ideas mm, well I was thinking vintage PlayStation games. That's that's valuable, yeah, for sure. Definitely yeah. sure that. And I was because I, because I've been trying to find two of my old PlayStation Two games, and I can't find them. I, I'm trying to find Simpsons Hit and Run. Oh, and I'm, we were talking and about I'm, the other day. And I'm trying to find um this like like the the Shrek version of Mario Kart. Oh my god! And it's a really good game. It's it like <laughs> what. I know, but it's a it's a slapper of a game. It's so that, good. Yeah. I played the Star Wars version of it as well. That was sick. Nice. No. No. It talk, may, maybe I'd ensure my pineal gland in my brain as well, which from the other episode I was talking about makes like the chemical DMT, which helps you dream. I feel like a lot of my ideas come in my dreams. Yeah, but what's like, the risk of that something? being damaged, you know? Like, it'd be pretty low. If that's damaged, there's probably other things that are damaged. They're probably covered by health insurance already, you know? Unless that conspiracy is true that um, fluoride calcifies your pineal gland, so... Oh, we need to do know. another conspiracy theory podcast. Yeah. Was way too you can't... You, there's, you don't have evidence to prove me wrong, all right? And you can't tell me it's not true because there's no evidence there that says it isn't. <laughs> yep. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Do your research. Oh, this Google article agrees with me. I have to be right. Well, hope you guys enjoyed it. This has been uh, Sean, Patty, and James, and we'll see you soon. See you in the next one. Bye. Thank you.